Today we will have a genius message from a genius person who is the Lord Jesus. And um, when I say that, I really mean that. Um, today we will talk about the parable of sewer. I don't want you to concentrate on my accent. Don't give me that face. Yeah, you can freely laugh. But don't, stop, don't let my accent or any word you don't know stop you from understanding the message. Just raise your hand or ask about what, do, what I mean by that or just tell the others what I mean by that. Who can speak Arabic? Oh, oh, there, is, there is many. So if, if any word or sentence wasn't that clear, just tell me and stop me. That's, that's all fine, and after the ceremony, we can have some jokes about the funny words I said. Okay, our message today is about how to be fruitful. How to be fruitful, how to hear the Word of God, and the Word of God makes you fruitful. And uh, the parable of Jesus wasn't that easy that his disciples understood him Straight away. Even his disciples, um, who, was living with, who, who was living every day with him and um, learning a lot of stuff, lived with him three years, they didn't understand everything. They didn't. They were asking him, what do you mean by that? And that parable is one of them. He speaks about a farmer, and that farmer uh, went to... Just uh, spread the seeds for a different type of soils. And that seeds is, represents the message of God. And then Jesus tells us how each soil reacted to the word of God. But what do we mean by fruitful? When God wants us to be fruitful, what he means by that? Any thoughts? Because I know you know the right answer. What do you think God wants us to be? What fruitfuls means? Wants us to have the fruits of the Spirit. Thank you. Yeah. I know that you will know the answer. Okay. So the fruits of the Spirit. And we will, I will show you that verse now, which talks about the fruits of the Spirit. But what else? Because... Always, God's idea is beyond what we can think of for us. What he's dreaming, what his dreams for each one of us is more than you dream for yourself. It's above and beyond. So, the first thing is, what, what do we mean by fruitful? Um, can we go to the next slide? This is, should work. Yeah, let's read first the, the parable, and that's Jesus' interpretation for it. So Jesus, Jesus said what happened, and he told us what the interpretation of the parable. He said that, listen then to what parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is the seed sown along the path. So the first soil is the path. 
What you had for dinner today? Why no one is answering me? No reactions. You all speak English and Arabic, right? <laughs> all right. So, what's the first soil? The path. Oh, the path. Oh, oh yeah, the path. Oh, yeah, I know now why I'm not reacting. The seed falling on rocky grounds refers to someone who hears the word and once receives it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. So the second type of soil is the, the one is the path. And the second one is rocky ground. Thank you. All right, so the mouse is not working, so I'll do like this. <laughs> All right, the seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word. And here is the third type of soil, the seeds fallen among the thorns. Thank you. I will know now how to, I'll come here and listen how you say it. All right. So the third soil is the seeds fallen among the thorns. Refer to someone who hears the word, but the words of the life and the deceit, deceitfulness of wealth, it shook the word, making it unfruitful. But the seed falling on good soil, and here is the fourth type of soil. It is the good soil. So we have four types of soil. Who can tell me? What types of soil Jesus talked about? The first one is the path. path. And the second one? Rocky ground. Third one? Thorns. You are very clever. Among the thorns. And the fourth one? The good soil. Yeah, there are four soils Jesus talked about. And what, what, what we mean by fruitful? Fruitful is first... That the Holy Spirit, when we start our relationship with God, and the Holy Spirit dwells among us and comes to your heart, start working in you. There is a fruit of the Holy Spirit that comes out of you, which is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness gentleness and self-control against such things there is no law now who wants more of these attributes who wants more that's fruit that's the fruit who wants more peace in his life who wants more love who wants more kindness Who needs more self-control? That's that what Jesus means by more, more fruits, to be fruitful. If you are missing some of these attributes, may the message today help you to be fruitful in the kingdom of God. But this is not only the secrets. What the seed, this is not only what the seed can do. It can do more than this. All right, the second thing Jesus meant by fruitful is one day Jesus told the people that 
Let anyone who is thirsty. So he's talking about a thirsty man. Let anyone who is thirsty come to me and drink. And what will happen to that person who is thirsty? Just it will satisfy his thirst or something more than this. Whoever believes in me, as the scriptures has said, rivers of living water will flow from within. Living water will come out from that thirst person. So the man who needs the water, now he can give the water. And that what Jesus means by fruitful, the other meaning. You, the seeds will not only be a big tree or a big plant, but it also will be a source of seeds to another seeds. The word of God will not only bless your life, but you will be the source of blessing. And that's God's, God's dream for each one of us. Is this point clear or still we need to speak it more? You can be the source of peace. You can be the source of love among your friends and in your house. You can be. You can be the one who brings self-control in an argument. You can be. And Jesus said, he can do that in your life. And that's what he wants from us. And he, the seed is just needs to be grounded in a good soil. Then you can see all these fruits. All right. How we can do that? Let's take the first soil. Why this soil? Why there is a problem with the, the, soil, the, the past soil? Why there is a problem for it? All right. As you see now here, the path soil is used for, for access, for walk-in. And that makes that soil is very hard. That's a wet soil, and that's hard. And when you throw the seeds in a hard soil, it doesn't go down. It's just on the surface, which makes it vulnerable and exposed for birds that can be taken or eaten or whatever. So that soil is very bad because it is hard and it is exposed. So when Jesus say about this, this soil, when anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is the seed sown along the path. And that soil talks about the hardness which closes the ears among, uh, in front of God's message. Your heart is very hard to listen. God's thing is not for you. And before I go further in soils, I'm not saying that there is some people is a bad soil and some people is a good soil. Because many people interpret that that parable in that way, which is not completely right. But each one of us can be one day that type of soil. You may be very good with God in hearing his voice in subject and closing all the doors in front of him 
and hearing his voice in something else. You may be a very good person on the church and you, you close all your ears on other community, on, on the street or in the school. Your door is closed. And in that case, you will have no fruits, zero fruits, because the seeds will not go to the ground. It's a hard soil because we close the door. So the result is that type of soil is stamped unfruitful. Not because God is not working, not because God doesn't want to go to that soil, not because the farmer didn't did his job and just spread the, the, the seeds. He did his job and God talks in every aspect of your life. But are you open to hear his voice or not? So that type of soil, what does it need? Now, in Hebrews, the Bible says, do not harden your hearts. You know why? Because actually each one of us can harden his heart. He, he, tells, he instructs us not to harden our heart because this is something within your capability. And a lot of people is just harden their hearts. You can say, I, I, whatever the wisdom beyond Jesus, I don't want to listen to it. I don't want it. I don't need it in my life. You can do that. God gives you the freedom to do it. So the first thing to have a good soil, start with the heart. And that's the first word I will ask you to keep in your mind today. Start with your heart. And the Bible tells you to don't harden your heart. Just be flexible. Just expect his voice everywhere, every time, in every aspect. Sometimes the evil used Peter. He was very big among the disciples. And sometimes God used a donkey to speak and to deliver a message. God can use anything to speak. You be flexible. Don't harden your heart. And that as you did, um, the verse say, as you did in the rebellion during the time of testing in the wilderness. And start from the heart. That, that verse talks about God's people when they left Egypt after they saw all the miracles and all the good things God did with them. And just they missed some water. And just they didn't know what to eat. They start complaining and they lost their face. So, Paul in this verse told, tell the people, don't do like them. Don't, be, don't close all God's door and say, no, we will not listen to him anymore. The second type of soil is the rocky soil. The seed falling on rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word at once, received it with joy. Good. There is some improvement here. The soil or the seeds find some soil to rest and start growing. But the problem is, but since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall in. The problem of that soil, there is a layer of gravels and uh, rock, uh, rockies 
under the surface soil. So there is no root. And from science teach us if there is no root, there is no fruit. There is no root, there is no fruit. Right, so keep this in your mind. If the seed doesn't go further deep in your heart, it will have no fruit. There will be no fruit. Because the seeds should take all nutrition and water from the soil. If just, it is just on the service, it doesn't mean anything. So a lot of people come to meetings, come to the congregations, come to the church, and they are happy what's happening here. But with limitation. Yeah, I will come, but all right. I will not apply what I, whatever I'm hearing. I will not give a power or authority to the word of God in my life. They are good people to be among. Yeah, I like them. But no authority for God in my life. I put the limitations which is hidden. That's an agreement between me and myself. This is something I decided that I will not give authority to God more than this. There is a limitation beyond the service. But that will stop the fruits. You will not grow anymore. So... That soil also is stamped as unfruitful soil. And what the solution for that soil and what the, the, the Bible speaks about it? Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the gate and broad is the road that leads to destruction. And many enter through it, but small is the gate and narrow the road that leads to life and only a few find it. That soil... Among a true testing, you'll find no fruits because there is no roots. In a true situation, no, th that, that rocky soil will not catch and hold on God. Why should? Why, why that person? He has no commitment to God. But to hold that, you need to be ready for some pain. Now, Jesus speaks about there is two ways, hard way, narrow way, small gate, and a wide gate. What do you think? If you have two ways, you will pick the easy one or the hard one. What will be your first question? Where is the right way? What's leading to your destiny? Even if it is hard. Even if it is hard. Many times to do the hard thing, to do the right thing, it is the hardest choice. It's not always easy to do the right thing. So any fruits will not come without a heart is ready to be in pain. If you go to exercise, to the gym, and say, all right, I'll exercise, I'll, I'll be a bodybuilder, all right. I'll start lifting weights, I'll play with one kilogram, oh yeah, that's too much. Then I'll increase them to two kilograms. You'll not build any muscles that way, right? 
If you say, I will lose weight, all right, this year my goal is to lose half kilo for the entire year, half kilo. You don't want to put yourself in pain. And with no pain, there is no gain. That's the second lesson. So the first one was what? Start with the heart. Start with the heart. And the second one, if there is no pain, there is no gain. Don't dream of having a fruit without a root. Don't dream. If there is no root, there is no fruit. If there is no pain, there is no gain. And that's our second lesson from Jesus' parable. All right. And the third soil, bear with me. We are near to the fourth soil. Among the thorns. The seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth. It shocked the word, making it unfruitful. Now this one which is fallen among the thorns is actually now a plant. The root find a place on the soil to grow and start growing above the surface. But there is external factors affected that plant and killed it. Killed it. And I will confess I'm very guilty on that. I'm very guilty be, being very busy. And all of us, you'll find in your life that you, very easy you'll become very busy. Very easily all of you will become very busy with a lot of stuff to do in your life. A lot of goals, a lot of um, go, uh, achievements you want to have. And um, from stage to stage to stage, you are always busy. But if you take care for your life, and this is all what matters, that will kill the seeds. That will kill God's message to you. You are not doing a bad thing. If you're concerned with your life or putting a good goals or trying to move forward, that's all good stuff. It's only bad when you give it the priority. And when you give it the priority, you will, God will not be the priority. Very easily, he will start to move from one number one to two to three to ten, and even he will not be in the list after a while. So that is type of of soil which is stem but also an unfruitful soil because you care too much with your life and the wealth and the deceitfulness of wealth which means which means the world always will have something to impress you today will impress you with what impress you cars Clothes, new clothes, houses, jobs, signs, whatever. Everyone, each one of us has something that the world can offer which will make you fall in love of it. You can't live with it. And you, you, are, you put your life for that thing. And something after something after something, you are wasting your life. There's no end for... The next, uh, the next bigger house or the bigger, next biggest car or the better job or, or the, the next step in my life. That will never stop. And Jesus didn't say, don't stop the caring of your life at all. No, he said, just give it the priority to God. And that's what we will see now 
what Jesus said. But seek first. He didn't say only seek God's kingdom. All of you leave the schools and be minister of God. He didn't say that. He says, seek first. Put God first in the priority. Because if you just put him on the list on any another arrangement, you will lose him. Believe me, with days you will lose him. You will lose your power and you will lose your fruits. And whatever you dream for your spiritual life or God's dream for your spiritual life, you will lose it. So Jesus asks us to, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all the things will be given to you as well. If we compare between two persons on the Old Testament, Abraham and Lot. Abraham and Lot, they were in an argument and they have to leave each other. And one of them look, oh, there's a nice city there. Yeah, but people there are evil. No problem. That's a city where you make money, where you make business. When you find people to talk to you, where you have a good place for your family. And then Abraham say, no, no, no. I give God the priority. I'll go to the desert. And Lot must say, what Abraham thinking of? He's going to the desert. But believe it or not, who was more rich? Lot or Abraham? Who has more money? Abraham or Lot? Abraham. Abraham has more money than Lot. Lot lost everything in uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. And he was very poor. And when he needed protection, he asked Abraham with his men to come and protect him. So don't think when you give God the priority, you will lose the world and you will lose your goals and you will lose your achievement and you will lose your life. That's what evil tells you to. You will be better with God. 100% guarantee. When you give him the priority, you will have more self-control, more discipline, more love, more kindness, more better communication skills. You will be better in everything. When he said you will have a better life, he is really, truly, he mean it. He will give you a better life. So just seek God first. And that summarizes our three lessons to have a good soil. Start with the heart. No pain, no gain. Seek God first. You are ready to go to have a good soil. Good soil doesn't need to do anything. The good seed coming from the farmer. The good seed coming from God. You just give the opportunity for seeds without rocky, without thorns, Without all the stuff we put, just give the word of God. Be flexible. Don't harden your heart and give it the chance. Give it the opportunity. But the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. Now, if you go back to the path soil, he speaks about that guy. He say, who hears the word and he don't understand. And I will stop here. Because... There is a wrong idea about that religion people, they don't care with understanding. And they are against our using our mind. That's wrong idea. 
That's a bad idea. That's not true. Jesus always challenged your understanding and challenged your mind. And he always used questions. He wants you smarter. Or smarter. Right? Something. He wants you smarter. He wants wise people. And he makes wise people. He is never against science. He is never against philosophy. He encourages understanding. He says the one who will bring fruits, who the one who will seek understanding. Seek understanding. Don't be afraid from your questions. Ask God whatever you want. Challenge the face as you want. The face will remain and the Bible will be strong against any questions. Don't be scared to question. Try to understand. The more you try to understand, the more fruitful you are. So religious people are not stupid or, or anything. Or Jesus encouraged that. Jesus didn't encourage that. Many people misunderstood that. But he encouraged all his understanding. This is one who produced crop yielding 160 or 30 times what was sown. And now notice, you will just throw on the, on, the, on the soil one seed. And how much you get? You get 30, and you get 60, and you get hundreds. So see how the life with Jesus is progressing. From a soil doesn't make anything. To the soil have a small root but killed by the rocky. To the soil that have a root and now grown up with leaves but killed by the thorns. And the fourth soil now, we have a full soil that produced 30. But this is not enough. There is a soil that produced 60. And what Jesus wants to say, you will be always growing up with God. There is no limitation to the dreams or to the goals or to the achievement that God can make in your life. There is no limit. And the Bible says, from glory to glory. Every day there is a new good thing is prepared for you to get in. So there is different soil and how to be fruitful? The three lessons we learned today is start from the heart. And the second thing is if there is no pain, be ready to pay a pain. Be ready to go in the narrow road. Even if it is harder, even if it is tough, but that's the right way. If there is a very good way but doesn't lead to your home, you will take it. And the third one is seek God first.